Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 120, Diagonal Flow, and what this is going to be is an experiment in body awareness where we trace the diagonal lines of movement through the body, and we'll do that as we do some twisting postures leading up to Revolve Triangle, uh, and then some good old back bends. You don't need much, you can use a block and a brick just to help you out with the Revolve Triangle. Uh, and a blanket maybe for your relaxation at the end. Anyway, get to your mat and get to it. When you have all that stuff, we will start lying down. Nothing underneath you except maybe if you wanted the blanket behind the back of your head. Close your eyes or look at the ceiling and settle in. Take a audible breath in and out so you signal to yourself that you're here and you're getting in your body. They're all fine. They're fine. Okay, so the first mission is to check in and ask yourself how you're feeling this morning. You can check in with your physical body and see if anything needs special care or celebration. Moving on, you can assess your energy levels. And then decide with what intensity you will practice today to meet those energy levels. And finally, you can assess your emotional landscape without judging it. Just acknowledge, breathe with it. And if something is at the forefront of your awareness, perhaps you can identify where it resides in your body. That's usually a little easier to deal with. And breathe with that a moment. Breathe into all of that information. And however you see fit, let your practice work with, reflect, transform, or express how you feel today. Let's begin by reaching the legs away on the floor and reaching the arms over the head on the floor. If you have to move yourself or some props to do that, it's worth it. Firstly, just move and stretch and reach in a way that tells you you are here and in your body and your body gives you sensation if you pay attention. Then stay with more of a static reach, but widen hands and feet just a little bit so if you looked at yourself from above, you would look like an elongated X. 
I'd like to work with our deep sense of body awareness today as we do postures. And the funky way I want to do that is to look at diagonals, which may be challenging, may be not challenging, but it's what we're going to do. So we'll start by reaching through right hand and left foot. So reach through right hand and left foot. So there will be sensation just from doing that. Can you trace the sensation all the way from hand to foot in some way or another and identify that diagonal? Do the same thing on the other side. Reach from left hand down to right foot. So stretch and sensation. Maybe if you pictured yourself from above, you'd see like a big neon line between those two points. At your own pace, work side to side on those diagonals with big or small movement, whatever helps you feel the connection in any way between those points. Then hold in more of a static X with the diagonals moving through you, seeing yourself from above, big blinking neon X showing those energetic lines. Then hug your knees into your chest. Just let that go for a moment. We'll come back to it time and time again. Circle a little bit around on your lower back. On your mid-back. Through the shoulders and with a little rock of back of head, just so we wake up. Wake up, wake up. Okay. Release that. Come up to all fours. Then your choice based on your energy level, it can be cat-cow first, it can be down-dog first, or it can be down-dog to plank, down-dog to plank first. Whatever is going to meet your energy and help you get the intensity that you want. Then let's all meet in downward facing dog if you're not there already. And once you're in down dog, you can have a little pedal of legs, sway of hip. You can work with the position of your hands, widening or narrowing until you feel supported. Then in a relatively still down dog, from the down dog, reach the right leg up into the air. As you reach through the ball of the right foot, can you reach down from left shoulder through left arm through left hand? So it's not what we always do. It's just an experiment for today. Step through to a low lunge, hands on the ground, back knee down. As you inhale, bring the chest and the hips forward. As you exhale, hips back and straighten the front leg so it's sort of a a half split. Hips only go as far back as the back knee. Inhale, re-bend the knee. You might have to move your foot a little bit around to make this work. Exhale, straighten the front leg. Do that four or five times at your own pace, not being too fussed and having a perfect half split. You're just waking up the back of the thigh, pushing some energy through it, working through barriers. A couple more. Let's finish this side with the knee bent and forward. Come up, hooking your thumbs and reach your arms up towards the ceiling. Stay here for a moment as you breathe and generate some energy from below, meaning you'll push through both feet. You'll lift lower belly a tad. 
And there's a sense of legs squeezing towards each other. Good. Bring the hands down, step to downward facing dog. Again, a little sense of wiggle and play in your down dog until you feel like parts of you that aren't awake yet or in your awareness are starting to come alive. Mm -hmm. Then from a relatively still down dog, raise the left leg up into the air, which gives you a big, bold sensation as you reach up through the left foot. Can you match that by reaching down from right shoulder through right arm through right hand? Might feel a little funky, but that's yes, we're playing with it. Step through to your low lunge with hands down, back knee down. Bring the hips and the chest forward as you inhale. Exhale, straighten the front leg. You might have to move the heel a little bit down. If the knee's not happy, you can double the mat underneath it. Okay. In and out, or you can do it with the knee off the floor. Couple more times in and out. Just moving your body. We'll do a whole heap of dynamic stretches. All right. End with the knee bent. Come up, hook the thumbs, and reach the arms up into the air. Generate energy from below by using the feet, the squeeze of the legs towards each other, and a small lift of lower belly, just so we're channeling energy through the body in a variety of ways. Good. Then bring the hands down, step to downward facing dog. Feel like you're stable and secure in your down dog. There's structure in shoulders, grip in hand. And then let's see if in any way we can feel the diagonal. So I'll talk you through it. Reach from right shoulder through right arm all the way down through right pinky finger. Connect that to the reach down and back through the left heel. Keep that. Okay. Then do the same on the left. Left shoulder through arm through the outside of the hand. Connect that to right heel reaching down and back and right thigh pulling back. And then sort of see if one side feels more aware than the other. You know, it's just we're sort of building this chain of awareness. Walk yourself forward, standing forward full. Bend the knees enough that you can have a release of belly over thighs. We don't have to be so serious and rigid. We're just getting into body. Part your teeth. Breathe out through your mouth. Hands are touching something. So it can be floor or foot or shin or thigh. Keep that and the spine rounded. Start to straighten the legs until they stop. So you sort of working a bit more to the back of the leg. Be sure to keep the hands touching something so they're not just sort of like dangling. Good. Come up halfway with an inhale, hands on shins or reaching back like locust. High enough up that mid back has a contraction. It's a little back bendy. Fold down and round. Keep weight in your heels. Inhale, rise all the way up. You can reach forward and up or out and up if you have room. Hands reset by your side, palms face open. So you're standing in mountain pose. It's not casual standing. So there's a little push out through your shin, a little softening down of belly and lift up through the back of the head. So up and back through the back of the head. Keep this sense of energized body from here. Inhale the arms up. 
Exhale, fold down. Take your time. Come up halfway and inhale. Just fold, exhale. Inhale, rise all the way up. You're invigorating the body. Hands release by your side. Adding on. Inhale, arms up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Firm belly and legs. Tip plank forward on inhale. Drop your knees. Roll forward to your belly for now. Just on thigh, waist, ribs. Reach the arms back. Lift up locus. So everything lifts. Back body squeezes. Come down and back, downward facing dog. Try to lift with an exhale. Just a moment to settle in and adjust your stance and then commit. Try to look at a still point. Breath has sound and movement. And as best as you can, try to trace the diagonals from right hand to left foot, from left hand to right foot. Next exhale, walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Halfway up and inhale. High enough up, you have some reach. Yeah, fold and round. All the way up, you can add a mild back bend if it feels good. Hands come down. Again, inhale, arms up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Plank has firmness and lift. Tip plank forward on inhale. Knees drop, controlled half tricep press to the floor. Into cobra pose. Press hands and feet, lift chest, not too high up. Up and back, downward facing dog. Avoid the wiggles. Find a focal point. Awareness of breath, and as best as you can, the diagonals. Bend the knees enough to feel strong in shoulder and hand. Hop or step forward. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up, mild back bend. Hands come down. One more. Inhale, arms go up. Fold. Halfway up. Walk to plank pose. Lift belly, charge up legs. Tip weight forward. Knees on or off the floor. Chaturanga tricep press into up dog or cobra. Strong legs and up dog. Push the floor away. Downward facing dog. Same menu. Bend the knees enough to feel strong in shoulders and arms. Hop or step as you exhale. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. All the way up. Hands come down. Stand in mountain pose, palms open. There's a residue of the rhythm of breath and the energetic sensation of body awake. One more. 
All right. From here, grab a brick and place it between your inner thighs. Once you have the brick between your inner thighs, come into chair pose. So butt goes back and arms go up. Firstly, just make sure heels have a lot of weight, but toes haven't lifted. Heels have a lot of weight, but toes haven't lifted. You're happy with the brick placement. And then you can change the intensity, making it lower or higher. Brick then is not an accessory. It is something there to train you to squeeze in to awaken inner leg, pelvic floor, and the lower part of your core. So squeeze that brick. Know what it's like to squeeze that brick and see what it gives the pose. Keep the brick in place, fold down, standing forward fold. Stay in the standing forward fold, squeezing into center to help you get perhaps a bit more fold. You can think about the brick lifting up towards your groins and shooting towards the back of the room. Keep the brick in place, come up halfway. High enough up, mid-back has contraction, upper back feels like it's a little back bendy. Fold down and round, remove the brick quietly. Without the brick, come up halfway on your inhale. Exhale to hop or step back lightly into chaturanga or down dog. Any version of chaturanga into any back bend. Try to vary them. Use those legs and up dog. And then downward facing dog. From down dog, raise the right leg up into the air as you press through left arm. Step through to high or low lunge, hands on hips. So back knee on or off the floor, hands on hips. Firstly, make sure you're happy with the intensity of the lunge. You can make it longer or shorter. Hips can go lower or higher. Reach the arm straight up towards the ceiling. The right arm stays up. The left hand comes behind the back. You're going to begin your Gomukhasana. Then right elbow bends, so fingers try to join behind the back. But we're not going to stay. As you inhale, open the arms up like a windmill. Exhale, change sides. Left elbows on top, right hands behind. At your own pace with breath, just change sides over and over again. You might accidentally high five your neighbor, but then you do so joyfully. Try to concentrate on the sensations generated throughout the process. Okay. And don't get fixated on having the perfect bind and grip in your Gomukhasana arms. It's not about that. It's about the movement. Once more each way. Then reach the arms straight up, palms face each other. So you're sort of vertical. Before we add to this, make sure you're happy with the intensity. Then we add energy generation from below, meaning feet are working. Legs are squeezing a bit towards each other. And there's a subtle squeeze and lift from the inner leg through pelvic floor, through lower belly. If it pleases you, reach higher and then up and back into a back bend and maybe palms join. Wherever you are, can you breathe? Can you keep teeth parted? And is the back of your neck long? So let's watch that in our back bends. Good. Bring the hands down, step to plank. From there, decide if it's chaturanga or down dog. Try to vary the chaturangas you do. So you can do knees up or down. You can roll. You can do up dog, cobra, or locust. Try to do a bit of everything in your practice. From down dog, raise the left leg up into the air. Press through right arm as you do so. 
Step through to lower high lunge, hands on hips. Check in that you're happy with the intensity. You know we'll be here a little while. Then reach the arms up towards the ceiling. Left arm stays up. Then right hand comes behind the back. Bend the left elbow and you start the same process again. Opening on inhale. Going into a loose Gomukhasana on exhale. In and out. And actually having your neighbor's arm flowing around you means you have to be more mindful, which is a good thing. Just take your time with it. Slow, careful movement. Observing the sensations of arms moving within the shoulder joint. Okay. Last time each way. Reach the arms straight up, palms face each other. All right. You're happy with the intensity. Feet are pressing. Legs are squeezing towards each other. Subtle lift, inner leg, low belly. Add some reach up and back bend if it suits you and maybe palms join. Head is the last thing to look up and back once the sternum has lifted up and back. Take another breath. Good mind. Hands down. Plank to down dog or chaturanga of any form. Bend your knees. Exhale to hop or step forward. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. Rise all the way up on the inhale. Hands come down. Place your brick on its highest setting. One step ahead of you. Very small step. Centered. And feet are hip distance wide. Okay, so not too far in front of you. Bend both knees and bring the left hand on the brick. Make sure the brick doesn't feel far in front of you. You're not reaching forward for it. Both knees are bent. Bring the right hand to right hip. Keep both feet on the floor. Straighten just the right leg as you look down. Straighten just the right leg. Left knee is bent. Right leg is straight. Turn the chest open towards the right. So you're beginning a twist, like some mini revolved triangle. If you feel like the brick feels too high and it's distorting you, make it go lower. Right hand goes to lower back, turn open more. And then we're going to trace some of these diagonals here. As the right thigh pulls back, the ribs closest to the floor and that shoulder elongate towards the front of the room. Elongate. As right thigh pulls back, bottom ribs, bottom shoulder, elongate to the front of the room. Bend the knees, change sides. Right knee is bent, left leg is straight. Left hand pulls the hip back and then rests on the lower back. Turn the chest open to the left so it's a twist, like a mini revolved triangle. Left leg straightens back, left hip pulls back. Bottom ribs elongate to the front of the room as you find your breath. Good. Bend both knees, change sides. Right hand on lower back as you're turning into it. So you know the process and you know that right thigh and hip are moving back as the bottom ribs are elongating forward. Add to that, the bent leg heel presses a little bit, staying bent. Top side chest rolls open. And if you have a lot of twists, top arm reaches up to touch the ceiling. Can you breathe as you stay here? Good. Another breath. Bend both knees, change sides. 
Left hand begins pulling the hip back and goes to the lower back. You turn way open. Keep all of that with bottom ribs lengthening. Bent leg heel presses, top chest rolls open, then maybe top arm reaches. It's like a very small revolved triangle. Good, last breath. Bend both knees, remove the brick. Hands to your shins, come up halfway. Exhale to hop or step back, chaturanga or down dog. From down dog, raise the right leg up into the air. Have that diagonal reach. Step through to high or low lunge. Enjoy reaching the arms up and back for a moment. Sort of in the glory of the pose. Then bring the hands down to frame the front foot. You're still in the lunge. If you feel like you need to scoot the back foot in or out, do so to feel long in the lunge. Right hand goes to right hip to pull it back. So we're going to do another twist. Pull the hip back as you turn the torso open towards the right. If you feel like bottom hand would feel better on a fist or on a brick, do so to have more length to twist. Turn way open into the twist as right hip pulls back, bottom side of ribs elongate towards the front of the room. As back leg straightens and reaches, top arm reaches up and over towards the front of the room. So we're gonna to reach towards the front of the room today. So we have this diagonal from back foot through top arm from the bent leg hip pulling back through the reach of bottom ribs. Add the sense of legs squeezing towards each other and make sure you're not sagging in your hips. There's a little lift so the pose stays buoyant and strong. Good, bring the hands down, step back to plank or right leg hovering plank. From there you can do chaturanga with the foot on or off the floor or down dog or child's pose. So we're just trying to build our awareness of sort of strange diagonal lines within the shapes just so we have a different experience. Raise the left leg up into the air, form the diagonal chain, step through to high or low lunge, enjoy reaching the arms up and back, just be in the glory of it. Hands come down to frame the front foot, okay? Wiggle that back foot in or out until you feel long and alert in your lunge. Then left hand goes to left hip. Pulls it back, 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 back. Keep that. Pulling the hip back, underside ribs elongate forward. So we're just sort of alert in that part of the body. Keep turning open. Back leg strong, and then top arm reaches up and over towards the front of the room. Make sure you're not sagging down into it. So there's a little lift of hips and a squeeze of legs towards each other. Form the diagonal from bent leg, hip pulling back, bottom ribs lengthening, back foot strong, top arm up and over. Good, come down, plank or left leg hovering plank. From there, chaturanga or down dog, foot on or off the floor. Few breaths and downward facing dog. Bend the knees to hop or step forward. Halfway up and inhale. Fold. Rise all the way up. Hands come down. Step the right foot back so you face the right side of the room. Feet are just a little bit wider than hip distance. You can stagger a little bit if you're close to people. 
Okay, bend the knees. You're not going to be shy. We're just moving. Circle the right hip out and around. Come through center like you're drawing a figure eight. And then circle the left hip out and around. So just keep doing that. And you can play around with the width of the feet, how fast or slow you go, how big the circles are. I just want you to get in some circular movement. We've been sort of rigidly facing forward and squared in. So a little bit more circular. Stay with this. This is a good place to be. Or you can keep going. You can widen the feet some more, bring the arms into the inner leg. And maybe you start straightening one leg to the side. And you can play around there for a while, one leg straightening, one leg bending as you move. Or you can start bringing hands lower, feet wider. Maybe you lift toes. Maybe you lift heels as you play. The point is, move your freaking body. It's yours. It is you. See what feels good moving. See what needs some love. And be there. Okay, Just a couple more breaths. All right. Then let's meet in the center, both knees bent, hands on tops of thighs, and feet turned out a little bit. So it's like a high and wide squat or a horse stance. You are in charge of how low you sit and how wide the feet are. Lift the chest and bring the arms open into a cactus shape. Press the elbows back as you breathe in to open the chest. As you breathe out, bring elbows together, slightly round upper back. Inhale, opening the elbows, opening the chest. Same thing, or right elbow on top, wrapping once or twice like eagle arms. Inhale, open up. Exhale, left elbow on top, wrapping once or twice. And just stay with that. Do that a few times. Opening chest, opening back, opening chest, opening back. A couple more at your own pace. Okay, to finish, press through the heels, straighten the legs and reach the arms up so you're like a big X. You have to squeeze your butt a little bit to stabilize. Hands come down by your side, walk the feet close together, come back to the front of your mat. All right, so we're sort of now squared back in by the mat, but we're going to try to keep some of that openness. Inhale the arms up, fold down. Halfway up, hop or step, chaturanga or down dog, your choice. We'll meet in downward facing dog. In down dog, raise the right leg up into the air, bend the leg, turn the hip open. Focus now on the foot on the floor. That leg reaches down and back. Opposite side arm, that's the right arm, reaches out to balance it. Be with that for a breath. Step through to warrior two. Front knee bent, back heel down, arms forward and back. Then decide if you want the back foot further away or closer in, if you want the hips lower or higher. Come into the sound and awareness of your breath. Let's start this coming down forearm to thigh side angle and then top arm up and over. We will have an opportunity to go lower if that interests you. Front leg is deeply bent and stays bent. But as it stays bent, the right thigh and hip pull back and under you, like they're rooting into the hip socket. So we have that root. We balance that out by reaching more through the top arm. Okay, so there's energy moving there. Keep that. Then back heel grows longer and stronger as if it's just 
growing into the floor, the back heel. Match that underside ribs closest to the floor, lengthen out. Can you keep all of that and maybe right hand goes lower down to brick or floor if it suits you? Or you stay right on with the, the forearm on the thigh. So we're tracing this line from the bent leg hip back, top arm, from back heel through bottom ribs. Take another breath, being in whatever depth suits you. Come all the way back up, warrior two. Hands on the hips in your warrior two and straighten the front leg, preparing for triangle. Pull the right hip under, left hip a smidge forward, just so we have the hips and the sacrum happy. Reach the arms out. Lengthen first towards the front of the room, so underside ribs are long to begin, then hand to shin or brick or floor. Top arm firstly to ceiling. From here, right thigh, that's the front leg, pulls back and under you as a root, begins our chain. Then top arm for today reaches to the front of the room, so it's a little side stretchy. Keep that chain, back heel presses, bottom ribs, which are probably a little scrunched up, lengthen out, and then that gives you an opportunity to turn the chest more open. Stay with it. Good. Bend the front leg, step back, just downward facing dog. Okay. Don't be on autopilot. Come forward to plank pose. Drop your knees and roll onto your belly. Then bring the forearms forward just for a moment in sphinx pose. So elbows are under the shoulders, forearms are forward. You have just a moment breathing. Okay. So we don't want to be lost in momentum. It's not a spin class. So we'll just enjoy this. Okay, then set up with the brick again between your inner thigh flesh. So you should go from the backside now. Bring the brick in between your thighs. Once it's there, keep the arms set up as they are for sphinx, but come into forearm plank. If you prefer, you can interlace your fingers as you come up. So you're in forearm plank. And that requires a squeezing into center. From forearm plank, walk the feet in. So the hips pike up, and it's more like down dog with elbows down. And you can walk them pretty closely in for today. Look in between thumbs, just prepping for what will come in a little bit. There is a squeeze up and into that brick. And if you want, you can play around with the pressure in the right forearm, matching the left thigh going back. Pressure in left forearm, reaching uh, across. Take another breath. Drop your knees, remove the brick, child's pose, or whatever is restful for you. Another breath or two. Just all fours and come into breath awareness. With your exhale... Come up to downward facing dog. Raise the left leg up into the air, bend the leg, turn the hip open. Focus on the foot on the floor. That leg presses down and back, opposite side arm has its reach. Step through to warrior two. You know how long we'll be here, so make it shorter or longer as suits you. You're deep in your breath awareness your body awareness, and we'll play with that by working some alternative ways of thinking of our alignment. 
Come down forearm to thigh side angle, top arm up and over. Keeping the front leg bent, pull the thigh and hip back and under you. So that's a root. Out of that, match it. Top arm reaches up and over towards the front of the room. Okay, so we have that. Then back leg, heel, grows roots that climb into the floor and they sort of establish you when that leg is long and strong. Bottom ribs lengthen out so we're not scrunched there. Keep that. And then bottom hand maybe goes further down if it suits you. Can you maintain those diagonal chains as you stay and breathe here, no matter what intensity you're working. Good. Last little bit. Come all the way back up, warrior two, with hands on hips. Straighten the front leg. Pull the bottom hip a little bit under you, top hip a little bit down. A little goes a long way. Then reach out and come down into your triangle pose, hand to shin or brick or floor. Touch the ceiling first. And then we establish our root of the front leg hip pulling back. So that's where we're starting from. Match that by top arm reaching up and over towards the front of the room. So we have those two points working with each other. Then back heel goes strong and long. Bottom ribs, which nearly everybody are a little bit scrunched, lengthen out. Yeah, then you have more space to turn open. Stay with this sort of version of triangle for a moment as you breathe with bar to T. Bring the hands down, step back, downward facing dog. Come forward to plank, drop your knees, roll into your belly, and come into sphinx. You're in sphinx, having just a quiet moment to breathe. Listen first. In a moment, without the brick between your thighs, unless you really dig it and have it, having it there, you can have it there. But without the brick between your thighs, we're going to come up into that forearm, downward facing dog. You'll have an opportunity to have a leg lift or a hop. Okay? So it's an opportunity, not a requirement. Tuck your toes, come up into forearm plank. Choose hand position. It can be flat or you can have fingers interlaced or you can squeeze a brick between your hands. Walk the feet in. Look in between your thumbs. Get the feet a little closer in than you think they should be. Stay squeezing imaginary brick or right leg up into the air as high as it's going to go. Stay with that or the leg on the floor. That one bends and helps you hop the top leg as high as it'll go. And just focus on that. Top leg going as high as it'll go. Do it twice more. Okay, and then that's it. Child's pose or whatever's restful. So the key with working on the L-shaped hop is to not be too concerned with the hopping leg. It's just helping you hop up. Be concerned with the top leg getting as high as it can. Don't rush messing about with the hopping leg. It's another journey. Couple moments just to refocus. Slowly set up for your forearm downward facing dog. Palms can be flat with elbows underneath the shoulders or you can interlace fingers or you can have a brick between your palms to squeeze in. Tuck of toes, get into that piked forearm plank or elbow dog. Walk pretty closely in and look a bit forward. Stay or raise the left leg up into the air. 
Leg on the ground bends and helps you hop the top leg as high as it's going to go. Just do that four or five times. That's the only mission. Don't worry about the bottom leg. Last one or so. Yep, and then we rest. Whatever is restful for you, child's pose or whatever. If you're interested in eventually getting more of a balance and an inversion, you got to you know, just do the pretty regular work of teaching yourself how to hop and not freak out and not hyperventilate. Mm -hmm. Come up to all fours, just getting ready, coming to your breath awareness. On an exhale, come to down dog. Walk the hands backwards to the feet so we have some variety. Breathe out through your mouth audibly. Weight goes into your heels, roll up slowly. A moment in mountain pose. A little bit alert and energized without rigidity. Okay, we're going to squat. So if you want to have something to be underneath your heels, like a block or a rolled blanket, you can do that. Or you can have a stack of stuff to be underneath your sitting bones. Hands in prayer. Exhale, squat down. Foot position can vary. Feet can be wide or narrow or turned out or forward. Depends on your bones. And I don't have an x-ray to tell you. Look at a still point. You're in your breath awareness. And then just a little experiment. This is subtle. Awareness in right thigh and hip. Can you get the thigh rooting on the right side a little bit more deeply in? Have a rebound effect that crosses the body and rolls back the left shoulder and the left chest a little bit. Keep that. Awareness left thigh and hip. Thigh goes down and in, gives you a root, and then a rebound that crosses the body to the right side. Can you keep that diagonal X? Can you see it like blinking in neon lights as you stay? Another breath. Firm into your heels. Slowly stand up. Slowly stand up. Pause for a moment, just standing. Okay. Release the hands. We're going to do revolve triangle. We're just going to do it from here, from standing. I'd like you to have the brick starting on high, and then you can change it, on the inside of the right foot. So right foot is forward, left foot is back, your hips mostly facing forward, chest facing forward, left foot turned in. All right. And then we're going to go how we've done all the twists. Pull the right hip back firmly. That'll already start you twisting. Take a breath. On your exhale, simultaneously fold and twist and bring the left hand down to the brick on the inside of the foot to begin because we're going to do it twice. If you feel like the brick will be more helpful for you lower, bring it lower. Right hand goes on right hip just to pull the hip back. As you pull the hip back, get a rebound that goes on the underside of ribs through the bottom shoulder. And just make sure you pull the bottom shoulder back 
down the back just so you don't have that energy exploding out. We want to keep it in. Back heel roots. Top hand can go to lower back and you can turn open more. As back heel roots, top side of chest rolls open. Squeeze the legs towards each other. Have a breath. Come out of the twist. Come all the way back up to standing because you're going to get to do that again in a moment. We don't want to blow all our energy at once. Change sides. So left foot forward, right foot back. Brick on the inside of the foot for now. You can play around with the stance. You'll play around with the stance if back heel doesn't stay down or you have trouble twisting. I'll help you with that. Pull the left hip back. You're already twisting. Exhale to simultaneously fold and twist. Bring the right hand down to some height and brick on the inside for now. As you pull the hip back, turn the chest open. And if you can't keep the heel down, move the foot until you can keep it down. If you're struggling to twist, turn the back foot a little bit more in. All right. So left hips going back, bottom ribs lengthening. Hand to lower back. Back heel strong. Turn open more. Top side chest peeling open. And the legs squeeze towards each other. Give it a breath. Looking very good and controlled. Bend both knees. Just walk to downward facing dog. Mm -hmm. We're going to get to do that again in a moment and hold it longer and more joyfully. In between sides, come through to sit on your butt and swing the legs forward. Powerful. All right. Feet on the floor, knees bent. Place the brick between your thighs to squeeze in. And then hold the back of your thighs and tip back into boat pose with the brick between your thighs. So you're on your butt, feet are in the air, toes are spread. Stay here or straighten the legs. Stay here or don't hold the legs. Brick is not an accessory, okay? It's there for you to squeeze in, and we'll see what that gives the pose. And I see all of your faces starting to show signs that something is up, which means we're, we're getting into this energetic source. So try to part your teeth and be with it. One more. Okay, come down and then back, downward facing dog. So something happened there. We contacted something within you that added some shakes and fire and heat, but you generated that. Let's see what happens if we bring a little more of that stuff to your revolved triangle. Step the right foot forward and come up into your revolved triangle stance. We'll come all the way up before you start twisting, all right? So we sort of set this up clean. If you're a big twister, brick can now go on the outside of the foot. If you're very twisty and mobile, maybe you use no brick. It's up to you. Right hand on right hip. Pull the right hip back. Make sure left toes turn sharply forward. You're already twisting if you pull that right hip back. And then bring left hand down to whatever it's going to go to. Turn those back toes way more in. All right. Pull the right hip back. Lean back into it. Open the chest. Lengthen through the bottom side of the ribs. Back heel maintains its root out of which top side chest can roll open as hand goes on lower back. And then if you're way open, top arm reaches up towards the ceiling. Back heel better be touching the floor, otherwise you lost the pose. So if it isn't, move your foot until it can. Squeeze the legs towards each other and squeeze into center like there's a brick there. And as we get into that heat, I see the shake. Can you maintain the breath and the focus? Good. Last one. Come out of it, downward facing dog. 
It's always better the second time. Step the left foot forward. Come all the way up to set up cleanly, carefully. So there's no rush. Not too narrow in your stance. Not too long. So you can contain this. Pull the left hip back. That will already start you twisting the hips. Fold and twist simultaneously. Bring the right hand down. It can be on any amount of height on the inside or outside of foot. Pull the left hip back to help you turn open and lengthen the bottom side of the ribs. Hand goes to lower back. Press through the back heel. Peel the top side chest open. If that's all working out and you're twisted open, reach the top arm up. If you're facing more of the floor, probably not. As you stay and the back heel is down, can you squeeze the legs towards each other up through inner leg like there's a brick as part of that process? Watch the bottom shoulder, friends. Yes. Stay with it. Last little bit. Downward facing dog. Very good. It's your last down dog. We've been all sorts of asymmetry and twisting and all that stuff. Can you just refocus? Here you are. Everything is aligned. You're in your body. Come through to lie on your back with knees bent. We're all going to start with bridge, and then you can deviate from there. Hands by your side and knees bent. On exhale, roll up into bridge. Then you can play around with your foot position until you feel happy in lower back and strong in legs, strong in feet. Maybe you scoot the arms underneath you. Because we stretch the hamstrings so much, make sure you contract them a little bit now by squeezing heel towards butt. Bottom butt gets a bit of a squeeze. What's it like if you squeeze into center and inner leg? Is that helpful? If not, you don't need to do it. What's it like if you push a little bit more through right heel and ground more through top of left arm and then do the same with left foot to top of right arm? Good. Roll all the way back down. Now, choice, repeat that or come up and then support your bridge with a brick or start your wheel practice, hands by your side. Exhale, bridge or bridge to supported bridge or exhale, begin your wheel practice. Everyone, a little sense of squeezing into inner leg and playing with the diagonals if it's helpful. Okay, and if it's not helpful to squeeze in the inner leg, if it hurts your back, don't worry about it. A couple more breaths. If you're fatiguing and wheel, you can come down, you'll get another shot in a moment. Unless you're on a brick, come down. Okay. Last time, if you feel really confident in any of these shapes, you can add a leg lift. Exhale, bridge, or wheel. And if you want to play with a leg lift, but you don't feel confident doing it in wheel, you can do it in bridge and just play with that. Okay. If you want to add a leg lift in any shape you're in, go for it. You got to work the opposite side leg to balance it. Yeah. Last little bit.
and we'll all meet on the floor. So if you're on a brick, get rid of it. Few moments with legs in any position. So they can just be this bent, or you can have feet together, knees wide, or knees together with feet wide. With eyes closed or just softly focused on ceilings. Ask yourself, how do I feel having done all this stuff? Because we didn't move that fast or aggressively, but we did a whole heck of a lot. How do you feel? How have you responded physically, energetically, emotionally to all that stuff? What's the residue the postures have left? Reach the legs forward on the floor and the arms over the head on the floor. We're going to do a little side stretch here. So hands and feet can go a little bit over to the right. So you're like a little crescent moon. If you'd like, left ankle can stack on top of right and you can press out through left heel. Right hand can grab left wrist and lengthen out. And if you feel like your arms are sort of like flopping about above your head, you can bring a blanket underneath them to support them. Ribs and hips face the ceiling. And you're breathing into that elongated left side. We'll stay a few breaths. Come through center and change sides. Take your time with it. Again, you can always have some blanket underneath the arms if it's helpful to let the shoulders relax. Come back and hug the knees in or come into happy baby.
and either feel your spine against the floor or visualize it, that deep spine, the line, the center of you. And then now after all this exploration, just let everything move towards that center line, breath and sensation and pressure. Breathe there deep into the center of you. Come down with feet on the floor and knees bent, hands on belly center or front of hip. Breathe into the center of you. From here, you can elongate the legs out for Shavasana. You can bring a bolster underneath the knees if you have it and want it, or you can go grab one. Blanket can go behind your head if you'd like. Or on top of your belly or your feet. If you prefer, you can take any shape that's restful for you. Allow yourself to take up space and to be present in your body as we rest for a few minutes.
When you're ready, have a slow journey to seated. Hands on your body when you are seated, which is you, so feel you. And then let's hear each other and know that we're not alone on our little journeys as we breathe together. Big breath in, let it out. Close your practice by bowing or touching the ground or doing whatever's meaningful for you. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Check out more at adamyogapodcast.com. Thank you.